Hey ladies, I am talking to you. Would you love to spend three days with like-minded women out there to empower you, to, to tap into that amazing feminine divine energy so that you can go out into the world and bless everyone around there with all of your knowledge, all of your wisdom, and all of your amazing talents? then we have an amazing opportunity for you. This September, I am hosting my second retreat this year and you do not want to miss out on it. It is the Shakti Rising three-day retreat. So you don't have to worry about taking a whole week off. You can spend three days really for yourself, right? How often do we want to just escape for the weekend? I'm giving you that opportunity to escape for the weekend and to tap into your feminine, divine energy. You can enjoy an amazing weekend with meditators, shamans, yogis, health and empowerment coaches, medicine women, and healers from all across Metro Detroit. I have gathered some of the most amazing talent that this state has to offer for this retreat. You can ignite with your sisters, with yoga, meditations, and classes that are emphasizing self-love and femininity while you spend the peaceful weekend and amazing woods at Camp Tamarack, surrounded by tons of lakes, nature trails, and a lot of amazing women. So if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, check out the information in the show notes. We have a space waiting for you. And let your girlfriends know about it because you can always meet new friends, but it's always nice to unite with your loved ones on a closer, more intimate level by sharing this exact experience. The last thing you want to do is have this amazing experience and you go back home and you're like, oh, I don't know who to tell it about. So bring your friends along. Don't hold out. Don't have this amazing experience and they wish that they came along after the fact that you came back. Let them know about it now. And I hope to see you all this September. Now on today's podcast episode. Welcome to the Love Your Life podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. This is episode 52. And to round up Mental Health Awareness Month, I really wanted to hone in on really how powerful your mind is. I don't think we give our mindset enough credit or our mind enough credit. I remember seeing a poster growing up where a mind is a powerful thing to waste. 
and I would see this poster plastered all over the place. And you probably had heard your teachers talk about this a lot. I think this was very popular in the 90s. And at that point in time, we probably all rolled our eyes and were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just trying to tell us to focus in on schools. But really, when you think about it, how powerful that mind really is. See, your mind can dictate your future. It can dictate whether or not you're going to be wealthy. It can dictate whether or not you're going to be healthy. It's going to dictate whether or not you're going to be successful at any of your ventures, your happiness. All these things are really controlled by the mind. And as much as we look for success on outside factors, you know, our environment, our job, the people around us, it really kind of comes down to our own mental well-being. And that's the reason why I want to talk and dive a little bit more into this topic today. This episode was also inspired by an Instagram post that my friend had posted and I reposted and talked a little bit about it. And the quote is, your competition isn't other people. Your competition is your procrastination, your ego, the unhealthy food that you are consuming, and the knowledge that you neglect, the negative behavior that you are nurturing, and your lack of creativity compete against that. And really, all these things, the procrastination, the excuses that you create, um, your lack of motivation, your unwillingness to change, all of these things come down to one single thing. And that is your mindset. What I find is very interesting, and, and in my own coaching practice, the thing that makes some coaches stand out like myself versus others who just focus on macronutrients and micronutrients and an exercise plan is that they are missing the key critical component, one of the key critical components. I'm not going to say it's the only one, but it is the behavior or the mindset of their clients. You cannot create any transformation until you start to get control over your thoughts and your feelings and your excuses And stop having that I'm not enough attitude. Once we focus on that and fix our mindset, the rest of the things will start to fall into place. Before my father passed away, he taught me a really great lesson. And that was how powerful that mind really is. His exact words to me a few days before he passed was, if he had a better mindset, he would have been able to fight off his cancer. That really stuck with me because I saw a man who was so strong and so healthy at one point get diagnosed with cancer, stage four cancer, and then slowly start to get weaker and weaker and weaker. And I honestly believe that he let his cancer define who he was as an individual. I also know this from my own personal experience and outside of my father when I was battling with a lot of anorexia and bulimia and low self-esteem issues as a teenager. And of course, we've all gone through those awkward phases in which we just didn't feel like we fit in. But I definitely felt that even more in high school when I was battling with these eating disorders 
and I was battling with depression and I really was battling with some suicidal thoughts. I didn't think that I was worthy of anyone's love. I was striving so hard to be perfect, to be that perfect friend, that perfect daughter, that perfect girlfriend, that perfect student. I was striving for perfection when really I allowed that to consume me and I didn't focus on what was really making me happy. And the biggest thing that I had to do to snap out of it was to realize that if I didn't care about myself, then who the heck else out there is really going to care about myself? So I started to focus on my mindset. And this was in college where I made it a point after relapsing once in college with uh, eating disorder, I made it a point to really focus on changing my mindset because I knew that that was a thing that was standing in my way. That was a thing that was telling me, my mind was telling me that I was worthless. My mind was telling me that I was fat. My mind was telling me that no one loved me, that I will always fail at everything I end up doing. And that even though weighing in at 105 pounds, that I was obese, that was my mind playing tricks with me. And I had succumbed to that inner critic voice, that negative Nancy voice in my head. And I let it define who I was as an individual. So the first steps that I ended up taking, this is way before I even realized the power of the mind and started using this in my own coaching practice. But I looked in the mirror and I went right back to some of the stuff that my dad and my grandmother had taught me as a kid. And I made sure to look at myself in the mirror and tell myself that I was worth it. That I was truly worth it. I look in the mirror and tell myself that I was beautiful, that I was smart, that I was funny, that people loved me, that I was worth loving, that I was successful. I sat there and did affirmations before I even knew what affirmations were. I think I didn't really know or heard the term affirmations until about two or three years ago. So this was way before then, right? I was practicing this technique about 15 something years ago, where I looked in the mirror and I started to repeat these positive things about myself to reframe my mindset. I did the same thing when I was in the shower and this became a ritual. Every single morning as I was brushing my teeth, I would say these positive things. Every time I was in the shower and I was over there Um, cleaning myself, I would say positive things about my body to reprogram my brain so that it no longer thought that it was worthless and fat and ugly and everything else to really think about how beautiful I am on the inside and out and how worthy I was of someone's love and affection, of my own love and affection before anyone else's love and affection. As, As my dad used to tell me as a kid before I would say goodbye to him on the playground or when he would drop me off at school, I would tell him, Daddy, I love you. And his response was for me to always say, but most of all, I love myself. Because at the end of the day, if you do not love yourself, if you don't have the mindset to think that you are worthy of your own love before anyone else's love, you never receive it. Again, mine is very powerful. Anything that we try to go after, whether it is succeeding in school or in our job or doing a race or changing up our habits so that we are healthier, it all boils down to our mindset. Think of any goal out there. 
any goal in which you really, really, really wanted it. And then the obstacles stand in the way. You know, work comes in the way, your obligations, your family, your friends, whatever it may be. Something happens. It's a bad day and you said that you're going to go out there and you're going to you know, sign up for a marathon. And the weather's just been really crappy. Do you allow those obstacles to stand your way from achieving that goal and say, you know what? It's raining. I thought I was going to go for a run, but I guess I'm not going to go for a run. You know what? Maybe I'm not a runner after all. Maybe I should just give up on becoming a marathon runner. You know, who really likes running? You Look, your knees hurt. It's bad for you. You don't even like it. You're always going to be fat. You know, all these negative things that go over and over and over again that tell you don't get out the bed because you aren't a runner. You think you are, but you technically aren't. That's that mind. That's that mind playing those tricks on you. Or are you going to look at it and say, you know what? It's crappy outside, but I'm about to go to the gym or I want to go downstairs on the treadmill and I want to do something to get me closer to that goal. Because even though the weather is not playing in my favor, I still have a goal in mind and I'm still motivated to get out there and do it. Or maybe it is that you've been working at a job for so long that you finally want to go and ask for that promotion or that raise. And you want to have that talk with your boss. But what happens right before that talk? Oh, well, seriously, like, do you think that they're going to give you a raise? I mean, look, you've been here for this long. They haven't really given you a raise before. And though they're going to give so-and-so up the promotion over you. And you're just going to have to find another job. And all these things, like, they, they don't appreciate anything that you do. All these thoughts go into your head before you even have the courage to go over there and talk to your boss about having a raise. A raise that you deserve, but you don't think you do. These are all, again, mindset things. See, the mind, the mind has two, two sides of it, right? You have the inner critic, which is the one that we listen to a lot more than we need to. That's the negative thoughts. That's the, you know, you might be hearing a family member's voice or a teacher's voice or someone in your life that really had a negative impact on you. That's that voice that you hear over and over and over again, telling you that you are not worthy of these things, of this greatness of that body, of that raise, of this love, of whatever it is that you want out there. You are not worthy of that. That's that inner critic. And then there's a whole nother side. There's this whole nother side, which is that intuition, that inner voice that is out there encouraging you and telling you, you got this. You've been training for this for a long time. You know you got this. You know you know it. It's that positive voice that tells you to go after the things that you really want to go after. And that's what we need to tap into. In previous episodes, we've had, you know, we've tapped into our intuition. And the reason why we're doing it is because we need to silence the negativity that goes in our head and focus on the positivity so that we can reframe the way we think. And once we reframe the way we think, things will naturally fall into place. So I came across this lady, Marissa Pierce, through Mind Valley. And Mind Valley is one of my favorite podcasts, one of my favorite YouTube channels, just one of my favorite things in general. I mean, they have a lot of great stuff. So if you haven't already, go over and check them out. And no, this is not a sponsored podcast by Mind Valley. I just like vision and everything that he does. 
But he has all these amazing thought leaders out there. And one of them, her name is Marissa Peart. And on a recent podcast episode for Mind Valley, she was over there talking about the abundance mindset and really tapping into at what point in your life did you think that you were not worthy of abundance, of wealth, of prosperity? So I'm not going to dive too much into that because you can go check that one out. It's really, really great. She leads you through uh, visualization on that, a kind of hypnotic visualization. And I would definitely recommend that you go and see that. But one of the things that she talked about, and this is a quote from that podcast, is that every thought you think, every word you say is a blueprint that you must move towards. The body and the mind move in a way that matches how you think. I'm going to say that again. Every thought that you think and every word that you say is a blueprint that you must move towards. The body and mind move in a way that matches how you think. Let me give you an example for that. If you think that you're never going to be able to lose weight, that you're always going to be 200 pounds, you're never going to break that 200-pound mark, right? You're never going to get underneath 200 pounds ever. Even though your goal is to get down to 150, you're never going to reach it. You created that thought in your mind. That's a blueprint on how you are now going to proceed moving towards it. So if you think that 150 is not an attainable goal and you've always been over 200 and you always will be there, that's the thought that you have, then your body will start to hold on to that weight. It will start to change your behavior, right? So that it's becoming harder for you to reach that goal. Exercise. Every time you want to exercise, you're going to create an excuse on why you can't exercise. You're going to start craving more unhealthy foods. Your habits are going to continue to stay the same because we are habitual people. We like to have the same thing over and over and over and over again. This is the reason why we have our morning rituals or our morning habits that we created. You know, you always like to brush your teeth, right? Um, that's why you always maybe have that special place that you like to go to every time you are celebrating something or that particular route that you like to have to go to work or a particular way in which you like to um, do certain things. We are creatures of habit. The only thing that is going to break that habit is if we focus on the mindset and our behaviors and we change those. Once we start to change those, then the habits start to change, then our bodies start to change or a situation start to change and we start transforming our lives. Again, your mind goes for what is familiar. So you need to make new habits so that that and your mindset starts to become familiar. Your body, if you're so used to, and I'm going to go back to health and wellness because that's what I focus on. If you're so used to waking up in the morning and having a cup of coffee with two creams and two sugars, and you feel and you tell people, I cannot survive unless I have 
my first cup of coffee with two creams and two sugars. And I know lots of people out there, don't talk to me till I have my coffee and two creams and two sugars. I'm not a nice person. I can't function without this. I can't stay awake without this. They had created these thought patterns in their head, right? And I want to tell you right now, that's the worst thing to have first thing in the morning. There's a lot of bad things about having that combo. First of all, you're already dehydrated. You slept all freaking night long, so you're dehydrated. You haven't had any liquids. And the first thing you're doing is putting caffeine in your body, which is going to dehydrate you even more. So now it's zonking your energy because your brain is made up about 80% water, and now you're dehydrating even more. Now you have sugar, which is a false sense of energy too, along with caffeine. It's going to spike your blood sugar levels up, and then once they crash, you're going to lose your energy. And you're going to create a horrible habit because sugar is just as addicting, if not more, than cocaine. And then you're going to have your dairy causing inflammation, probably sweetened dairy too. So even more sugar, horrible thing. But you have conditioned yourself. You have this habit of, I can't function. I can't do anything. I'm not cognitive unless I have my coffee with two creams and two sugars. And the thought of not having two creams and two sugars in your coffee is just so shocking and not having coffee at all. It's so shocking because you are not a tea person and you do not like water. But when you start to tell yourself that I'm no longer that early morning coffee person that needs to have coffee with two creams and two sugars, but I'm actually the person that likes to have water upon rising or water with lemon juice or apple cider vinegar upon rising, then guess what? You become this new person. You no longer are the coffee person in the morning. You're now the hot water with lemon person in the morning. So you create a new habit because you reframed your mindset. I was talking to a lady over the holiday weekend, and she told me that her former nutritionist um, had was talking to her about holiday parties and gatherings and whatnot. And then, of course, at work, a lot of times people, they have potlucks and they have barbecues or whatever it may be. and she knew that there was a holiday thing coming up and everyone was going to be bringing all of these um, different dishes. And she told her nutritionist, I don't want to be that girl. And the nutritionist said, well, what girl? I don't want to be that girl that brings salad to a party. And her nutritionist said exactly what I would have said. Well, you're going to have to start being that girl if you want to get the results that you want to have. So we're so used to being in a situation where we don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. We don't want to change and, and, and be this new person of this healthy person because it's not familiar to us. That we much rather be that person that has now an excuse. We're at a party. We haven't prepared ourselves for this party. We know that there's not going to be anything healthy there. We didn't bring our salad because we're not that girl, right? And we give ourselves the excuse, well... I would have been eating something healthy, but there's nothing here. So you know what? I'm just going to eat this unhealthy dish over here off to the side because there's nothing here for me anyways, and I'm hungry. And then what ends up happening? We never end up being that healthy version of ourselves because we can't see ourselves being that healthy version of ourselves. Because sometimes, and this might not be the case for the lady I spoke to, but sometimes we don't feel like we are worthy enough to be that better version of ourselves. Because somewhere in our lives, someone told us that we weren't worthy, whether that is a family member, a sibling, a parent, a grandparent, a teacher, a friend, a boss, somewhere, somewhere in our lives. And 
trust and believe every single one of us out there, no matter what your financial situation is, no matter what religion, what sex, whatever it may be, we've all dealt with this. We're somewhere, sometime in our lives, we were told that we were unworthy, that we weren't good enough. And that's the one thing that I love about Marissa Pierce from Mind Valley, if you see any of her stuff, she talks about the biggest thing impacting human beings is the idea that we do not feel like we are good enough. And honestly, I've taken one of her exercises and I use it in my own coaching practices and it's probably one of the most powerful exercises I have ever done. And I want to share with you this exercise. Free of charge. You don't have to pay me for the services. You can thank me later for it. I want you, if you are driving, I want you to pause this podcast right now and re-listen to it when you get a chance. And if you aren't driving, um, find a mirror, preferably one in your bathroom or something that you can see every single day. And then grab a dry erase marker or lipstick or mascara or eyeliner, something, or lip pencil, something that that you can use to be able to put something on that mirror, writing on the mirror. I'll give you a few minutes to go and do this. All right. And now that you have it, I want you to write on the mirror really big and bold across the mirror so that you can still see your face. You don't want, you don't want to cover up your face. I want you to write the words, I am enough. Cursive, bold, whatever you want to do. Write it. I am enough. And I want to look, have you look into that mirror, stare into that mirror right now, And I want you to repeat, I am enough, I am worthy and deserving, fill in the blank. And I want you to say this 20 times, so I'll help you out with this. I am enough, I am worthy and deserving of, I am enough, I am worthy and deserving of, I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. Now a little bit louder. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. A little bit quiet now. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. 
I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. Finally, whisper this. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of. Take a deep breath in and out through your nose. And then take a moment and look at yourself. Do you see yourself in a different light? Do you feel like you are enough? And do you feel like you are worthy and deserving of anything that you want? So I hope that this had helped you out. And really... I want you to realize that all of this stuff, mindset stuff is a practice, just like meditation is a practice, just like exercising is a practice, just like making healthy meals or starting a new routine is a practice. You have to consistently work on your mindset. Think of it as a muscle. Your mind is a muscle, right? Your, mind, your brain is a muscle, right? So just like you will go to the gym and bicep curl. You wouldn't just bicep curl three times and walk out the gym and never bicep but curl again and be like, I got the biggest biceps in the world, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. You have to consistently go to the gym once or twice a week and bicep curl. Like Go to the gym more often than that, but bicep curl at least once or twice a week for a consistent basis to be able to see those strength gains. Same thing comes with building self-confidence. Same thing comes with reprogramming the way you think. Same thing comes with getting better at anything. It is consistency. And then once you have got a grasp onto that, things become a lot better. Because when you are confident and you have a better mindset, you are now able to achieve 90% of the successes out there in the world. Some of the best minds out there First and foremost, believe in themselves. They are their own cheerleader. They are not looking for outside validation. They know what they want. They go after. They're not asking for permission. What do they say? Um, do it and then ask for forgiveness. I don't ask for permission. I ask for forgiveness, whatever it may be. They're out there making those strides. They're not letting anything or anyone hold them back from that success. They are going out there and they are succeeding. It's not the other people that's holding us back from succeeding. It is us. So as hard as you work and you fight for those dreams, when you're out there standing at that door and wondering why that door is not opening up, it's because you still have to change that mindset. 
you do not see that handle on that door because that your mind is too cloudy to see that there's a handle on that door and a key in your hand to open that door to have that new opportunity. When you focus on your mindset, now you can clearly see that fogginess has disappeared. You can clearly see that you have the key to that door in your hand and that there's a handle there and that door is waiting to open up. But first and foremost, you got to believe in yourself. You got to reframe the way you think. You have to think and know and truly feel and believe that you are worthy, that you deserve it, that you have what it takes, and that you will not fail. You have to rewrite your story. No matter what has happened in your life, you have to become your inner protagonist. You have to rewrite the story of your life in that positive life. I was telling someone else the other day, if you are negative thinking, if you think negatively, if everything is horrible that goes on in your life, you don't believe in yourself, you don't have any positive outfits that's going on, negative things are just going to come your way. Like attracts like. If you are negative, if you don't think you're worthy and deserving, if you just think that everyone is out to get you, then guess what? Everyone's going to be out to get you, right? You're going to lose everything. You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose your love life. You're going to be without anything. If you feel that you are not worthy of abundance, you are never going to get abundance. If you know truly down, deep down inside that you have everything that you want and you can manifest everything that you want, then positivity will come your way. And this is a true testament for this month. And alone, I have increased my clientele. I don't even have to look for my clients. People are just coming there and referring me. Like today, I had three people refer people to me. I have new opportunities that are presenting themselves. Things I didn't even think of, right? They just appear. Whether it's on Facebook, someone had tagged me in something. Someone had emailed me. Old people have come back into my life and told me that they want me on their team. Whatever it may be. All these opportunities are unfolding on themselves because I have a positive mindset, because I know my worth. I know my self-worth. And as many times as I've heard from so many other people that, you know, oh, you know, you charge too much or whatever it may be and da-da-da-da, and they want to tear me down, I don't allow that to happen. As I had to work so hard to build up my confidence around my practice, to know that I'm making an impact on my clients, and to know my value. And once I figure that out, I will never go back to where it was before because I didn't like it. So I hope the same is true for you. All right. So that's all I want to do. I want to wrap this up. I hope that you found this podcast to be very helpful. And don't forget, we still have spots for the retreat. So if you are interested in going to the retreat, Shakti Rising, this September 27th to the 29th, check it out. The stuff is in the show notes. I would love to have you at our upcoming retreat. And I will see you next week for another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning into Love Your Life Podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at fwl underscore Steph, and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. 
As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.